Paul W. Smith will be here just after Fox News at 6. This is the pre-W. Smith Show with Jeff Sloan on 760 WJR. All right, good morning. I'm Jeff Sloan, and along with our bright-eyed morning team of Mark Pastoria, Kristen Kajawa, and Brian Morton, we're proud to introduce our new morning show to the WJR community. We warm it up for the Paul W. Smith Show, which kicks off at the top of the hour. And on this show, we focus on highlighting stories of interest and relevance to our lives today. Glad you're joining us. Time to get up and get this day going. All right, now, many of you know that as founder and CEO of StartupNation.com, I'm passionate about all things relating to entrepreneurship and small business. And today, if you ask a small business owner what concerns you most, you tend to hear it's inflation at the top of the list. Inflation drives up costs to operate and costs of production, deters sales, and it cuts into margins and cannibalizes profits. It's ugly. Joining us on our show today to kick things off is Lindsay Mueller. She just authored an article in the publication Biz Women to help put perspective on what small businesses are facing today as a result of inflation. First, it was the pandemic, then supply chain issues, and now inflation. Well, we scored an interview with Lindsay. She breaks it all down for us. Lindsay. It's a major concern of business owners because inflation is truly affecting the prices of what is on the shelves. It's not just about what is on the shelf. It's about the whole supply chain that leads to what is on the shelf. And that's so because the price of what's on the shelf ultimately reflects the cost of all of the ingredients, the components that go into making up the final product on the shelf and the price that consumers are ultimately faced to pay for it. Yeah, you're right. Because when you are a baker, it's not just about the cake that you are making. It's about all the ingredients that go into the cake. You need your flour and your butter and your milk. You need the sprinkles that go on top. You need all of the ingredients that go into that cake to then make it. So when you are a consumer looking at the cake and you're saying that cake is a little bit more expensive than it used to be, you're not seeing necessarily the back end of what the baker, the small business owner is really having to think about, which is flour prices are increasing. Butter prices are up 10 to 20 percent. And as that business owner, you are having to then make the choice of do I take that on? that additional cost on? Do I then pass it on to my customer or do I not make the cake at all? So Lindsay, tough choices for a small business owner indeed. That small business owner is faced with really three choices. Do I eat the additional cost, no pun intended, or do I pass that cost along to my customer or do I even not make the cake at all? And going back and looking at these three choices, if I take on, as the small business owner, the additional cost, then my margins are cut. I'm not making as much on the sale of that cake as I used to. If I add the additional cost onto the price of the cake, thereby passing that cost along to the customer, I deter sales. Theoretically, customers would be less willing to pay for a higher-priced cake. Or the worst of all three options do I not make the cake at all, thereby removing that opportunity to make a sale from my shelves entirely? You're exactly right about those hard choices that they have to make. You know, I recently had a, my daughter had a birthday at our local ice cream maker and it's a small woman-owned business. And she said that last winter was tough because she ran out of peppermint. And peppermint ice cream is some of the highest selling ice cream for her in November and December. 
And she had to make a choice as to whether she would buy the peppermint candies because she makes her own ice cream. Should she buy the more expensive peppermints to put in her ice cream or should she just not make peppermint ice cream? And she decided not to make it because she knew that the cost that the people who were purchasing that peppermint ice cream were not going to go for it. And I think that's a really common thought process with the business owners that we are seeing. We also have somebody that is the owner of a pallet company. You know, the shipping pallets where you you go to Costco and you see the pallets that are all things are stacked on. So she owns and resells pallets. And she's been warning about this for over a year now to talk about the impact of prices on pallets. They've gone up significantly. And she does have to pass that on to her customers. And she's made that choice because she knows that um, she cannot take the hit herself. And this is her business and she is not able to pivot it. So she is going to have to pass that along to her customer. And then likely that customer will pass it along to uh, their customers as well. So it, it is quite a domino effect that inflation has on our business owners. So Lindsay, thank you. In closing, what can small business owners do? What should they be thinking about in order to manage the impact of inflation on their businesses today? So you need to really think about what is my industry doing right now? What is being sold? What are my competitors doing? What are the prices that are happening right now in my industry? And sometimes you do have to take a loss. And I, hopefully this is temporary so that this is not something that impacts people for very long. But these are choices that are having to be made every single day by small business owners. Thank you again, Lindsay. We'll see what the main numbers show. We did see some slight cooling of the inflation rate from March to April this year. Hopefully that trend will continue. Back with more on the Pre-W Smith Show right after this break. <laughs> 